Hello and welcome to The Way. I'm Izzy and today I'm joined with Jesse, Kane, Zenya and Ben. And this is our last week on the series 101 where we're talking about the basics of Christianity. And there's going to be some on the street stuff as well in this episode where Zenya and Jesse are talking to people on the streets and we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. So guys, what is the Holy Spirit? A more, a more helpful question that I, I always find answering is uh, like, who, who is the Holy Spirit? Um, I think like if I was to go um, and put my theology hat on, I'd say the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, um, which is, you know, we believe God is one, but also three. Um, and how that kind of works is that we have a relationship with God through Jesus by the power of the Spirit. And so the Spirit is the third person who um, through Jesus, we get to have access to God. Um, and so that is he and the role of the Spirit. When I chat to like people who don't have the Christian faith, the thing that they're most confused about, mostly, is the Trinity. That's the question I get asked about all the time. It's really confusing. Yeah. And that's okay, right? Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> I, think, I think my understanding I think of how at least I understand it in my mind is that, so yeah, the Trinity, there's the Father and the Son who is Jesus. And then it's like in the time of Pentecost and whatever, that Jesus gifted us the Holy Spirit so we can still like have access to his presence and whatnot mm. when he's not actually physically on the earth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think, yeah. oh, sorry. No, no, no you I was agree. I was, I was going to say that the Holy Spirit, I think, just affirms how good God is because the Holy mm. Spirit was a promise that um, Jesus gave. He said to the disciples when they were in the upper room, like, I might go away for a bit, but I'm going to send an advocate. I'm going to send a helper to yeah. help you, um, to help you speak to people, to help you spread the message of the good mm. news and help you talk to people about God. And if you don't have the words to say, then the Spirit will come and actually give you that, yeah. um, give you that help and give you that assistance. And that's God's promise because actually in Pentecost, that's exactly what happened. That promise was fulfilled and the Holy Spirit came down in the upper room and then mm. everybody just had access to yeah. it. And now we have access to the Holy Spirit. Crazy. Yeah, yeah so it's great. Mm. Yeah, come on, man. Do you know what the Holy Spirit is? Oh, I don't want to answer that actually because like, I don't want to offend anybody, so no. Do you, want me to, do you want me to try and guess? I know there's the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Part of the Holy Trinity. Maybe you could tell me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, or someone in the comments can tell me. Probably what's inside you, so it tells you to do the right thing, really. So I assume Holy Spirit is kind of this embodiment of this, it's like the spirit of something that is beyond us. I don't know, does that make sense? I just think it's the feeling of like God being around you and just feeling protected and like someone's just looking out for you. The spirit, I guess, that God, that Jesus sent when he died. Um, so it's basically so that we can have Jesus Wherever we are, everyone can have Jesus. You know when Jesus says we have authority to do things in his name yeah. and go out and do miracles, is that through the Holy Spirit? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Well, it's yeah. well, the Holy Spirit through us. Yeah. Mm. Um, like we do not have the power to perform miracles. It's when we're praying for someone, it's not us that is healing someone or whatever it is all Jesus's power it's not about us at all yeah. so I think that's totally it's the Holy Spirit through us um but I do think the, the Holy Spirit is more than just that as well it's there's so many words to the Holy Spirit in the Bible there's like 
I can't remember them all, but like a, a guidance, yeah. a helper, mm-hmm. uh, some others, anyone else? Advocate, counsellor. It also talks about peace a lot mm-hmm. when it talks about mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, which I think is really interesting. And you know yeah. how in, um, I think it's in Timothy where it says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. It's yeah. interesting because like peace is spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, fear is also spiritual as well. And the fact that the Holy Spirit yeah. is our comfort is like mm-hmm. peace is a spiritual thing that we can have access to through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and when yeah. we look at the word, um, obviously the word holy, the word holy actually means set apart so the more that you know as christians the more that we grow in our faith and the more that we grow in love with the holy spirit and in tune the holy spirit the more basically we you know get basically set apart and set i guess set apart from what set apart from obviously you know the world and all those kind of things we can be more more in love with jesus Has, has anyone got any stories of encountering the holy spirit yeah, well, I do actually do. I mean, the main reason why I'm even here today and I'm still Christian is because my first encounter I had with the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, I said this story loads of times, but I never grew up in a Christian household, so I never, ever experienced the Holy Spirit. I didn't even know even God and Jesus were, like, together, were, like, one or four, just separate people. And I didn't even know there's a thing called the Holy Spirit. Like, I was like, what? Um, and we was in a church service, and obviously, yeah, everyone's lifting their hands up, everyone's singing along. And I remember this one Sunday service. It was just really powerful. The first time I encountered the Holy Spirit, I was a month in going to my church so it wasn't like oh, I went to church for the first time and I met God it was like Sunday after Sunday I kept going so it's like a process type thing and yeah about a month in I was in a church service and yeah praise and worship was going on and all I remember is just feeling the sense of just love come over me and grace come over me mm-hmm. and I think it was also the moment where like actually because when you go to a new place especially church it may feel daunting especially for myself like I never went to church ever so I was like what hell am I getting myself into I was like why are people raising their hands like why are people jumping up and down why are people doing this you know crazy stuff you know you know so um, flags have you seen flags before oh my days no well <laughs> You know about flags. <laughs> to wave flags, you know, so all just crazy stuff. And um, yeah, I remember just one Sunday, I just encountered God's love. And I think it was when I was looking around the room and I seen so many people just lifting their hands up, focusing not on themselves, yeah. you know, focusing on something, hiding themselves, something bigger than themselves. And that's obviously God. Um, and I just realized like how amazing like God's love is. Like he can bring so many people from different backgrounds, different stories into one room. You know, the Holy Spirit actually speaks to us through so many different ways. Obviously, I guess the main one we know is obviously through the Bible, but God speaks through people. God speaks through just even unbelievers. You know, God can speak through so many different ways. Um, I mean, in Daniel, God spoke through a, f- a fiery, a bush type of thing. So there's so Not many- Daniel Moses. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Exodus, sorry, Exodus, sorry. Okay, cool. I'm not everyone's perfect. Grace. We'll for sure the glory of God. Um, no, but yeah, yeah. That encounter, like, literally kind of stepped. Um, it was a main encounter. And after that, I, yeah, went to the front, gave my life to Jesus. And then I just slowly started to, like, understand things. And I think somebody said it before, but, like, the Holy Spirit is the best teacher ever. Like, the Holy Spirit literally is the best teacher ever. Um, you know, like, Jesus, he's not physically here in the flesh. Um, and, like, the scripture that you said, uh, like, earlier... And that's why Jesus said, you know, he's going to give us a helper. And one of the characteristics of God, because of the Holy Spirit, is that God is omnipresent. And that means that he can be at multiple places at once. So, everywhere. yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So we are encountering the Holy Spirit, let's say, in this room. And in China, people are encountering the Holy Spirit, you know, people encounter all across the world. Mm. So I think that's such an amazing thing. That blows my mind as well, was like, because of the Holy Spirit, it's just God, people are able to encounter God, like, all across the world. Um, and because of him, yeah, we can, you know, do miracles and, yeah, preach his gospel. Yeah. Yeah, I think, coming to think of it, I know very little 
theologically yeah. um, around the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, I think there's so many different ways in which we can meet with the Holy Spirit, whether that's, as you say, knowledge, mm. like literally having stuff revealed to you through reading the Bible. It's mm. like, whoa, what the heck? Or even things yeah. making sense in your brain yeah. that wouldn't have before when you ask for God's wisdom. Yeah. Um, but also, clearly, there's a lot of emotion that comes with the Holy Spirit yeah. Yeah. and that's confusing yeah. and I find it confusing you know when some yeah. one person responds in a very different way and starts dancing yeah. <laughs> and then I'm there just like yeah. oh I'm, I, I, I just feel a little tingle in my nose it's <laughs> like, it's like why? But, but like why is that why is my nose tingling <laughs> like what's up I think actually the Holy Spirit meets us in different ways because we're all different mm. and Jesus knows that we're all different and actually I may not be someone who jumps around loads because that's not necessarily how I would naturally express myself. And therefore, I mean, we can't express ourselves in different ways, but Jesus would meet me probably similar to you and a bit more of like the nose tingle or mm. whatever like that. And actually I would feel very uncomfortable if I was being a bit more flamboyant, may not be the right word, but you know what I mean? Well, actually he will meet us because it's out of relationship. He will meet us how he knows we will love to be met. Because it's all about love. And, and I know, Ben, you've studied a little bit. And I, I, as I said, I don't really know loads of the theology, which kind of, what's a good way of describing theology? Just like knowledge around yeah. it. The Bible. Um, biblical knowledge. Yeah, study of God. Um, study of I'd God. Yeah. So how, how would you... Yeah. Um, well, I, I think that when we're talking about the spirit, um, they come, there's a word called like pneumatology, which is like a theology, um, but instead of using theo, um, which is God. Um, it's like pneuma, which is the Greek word for spirit. Um, and so pneumatology is just the study of the spirit. Um, and what that question is really asking is what is our, what is our partnership within the Trinity? Um, and so like, it goes back again to this like, whole relationship point and that you know, the whole point of Jesus and God's mission to the world is to unify us with himself. Um, and that is the way in which the spirit does that, right? Um, so when, um, when Jesus says that he's sending the helper or the advocate, um, the Greek word for that is actually um, para, paraklesis or something like that, which is like a little boat. Um, it's, really, it's really interesting though, because um, this little boat is basically sent out um, to help um, other boats that are stranded. Uh, and so what it will do, it will come alongside and help the boat back to the um, harbour. Uh, and that's that's the role of a paraclete, the, the, the paraclete. Um, and so yeah, and so, so that is what Jesus is saying. The Spirit is will do, and so it will be the one that come, comes alongside and helps. And you know, this week um, we're about to celebrate Pentecost, um, and like, again, that's another wonderful story of the Spirit bringing unity. Um, and so, like, I think when we look at Pentecost, we've got to understand it in, again, the context of the whole Bible and the narrative that it's sharing. And there's a story in the Old Testament of um, the Tower of Babel, um, which is basically this, this um, humans think that heaven, the heavens are up above, right? Uh, and so if they can get to the heavens, they can be like God. And so these people start building this tower to reach the heavens and make themselves gods, basically. Um, and God sees this and he's like, oh, like I don't want this to happen. Um, like obviously they're not gods. They're gonna just it's not the right heart. no, no. Um, and so what he does um, is that he um, he scatters everyone and he he makes it so people um, 
have different languages, right? Um, and so they can't communicate. Um, and so there's, there's disunifying. Um, and it's one of those like difficult scriptures which we really got like grapple with, like why is God doing this? Um, and so when, when we come to Pentecost um, and the Spirit um, giving like different tongues to the disciples to then go and speak um, to those that have gathered for um, the Jewish festival, um, like what, what we're actually seeing is that God is um, almost flipping that story of the Tower of Babel and where God, what God did bring disunity through the spirit. Um, he's allowing all nations to be brought back um, into unity. Um, and so I think that's such a wonderful picture of the spirit and his role um, is that it's the one that is unifying all nations, all tribes, all tongues. Um, to glorify God together. That's good. Yeah. And so what does that practically look like yeah. to have the Holy Spirit with us mm -hmm. and to come alongside people? And well, I was actually going to ask you that question, Jesse, because you were saying that you don't know much theologically about the Holy Spirit, but I know for mm -hmm. a fact that you know the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you find you encounter the Holy Spirit every day, if that's him guiding you, if that's him meeting you? Um, yeah, that's interesting. I think when I intentionally set time to seek Jesus, which or, or like read my read my Bible, yeah. or spend time, it sounds funny, but like meditating on Scripture, mm -hmm. and being like, God, I'm here. What do you want to speak? We talked about in a series, uh, in an episode a few weeks ago, about how prayer is a conversation. So we speak and then we listen. Um, and when I make time to listen, I feel like I get a lot of wisdom, which can then literally change my day. Or like, so practically the Holy Spirit for me, um, it can be emotional. I can feel emotion and mm. nose tingles and like a little yeah. eye waters up a little bit. And yeah, you're a little confused by it. Like it is, it is mm. confusing. Mm. Um, I'm used to it now, so it's not scary, yeah. but it definitely was. Um, but also practically, it's like when I sit and receive the Holy Spirit and I have wisdom in for certain situations, which I didn't have before. Mm. Um, and also I have a different perspective of my God, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. So when I am closer to the Holy Spirit, I also feel closer to God. So when I'm worshiping and I'm raising my hand, mm. it actually means something different because it's like, ah, yeah. yeah. oh, I'm actually more in awe or yeah. which basically means like in shock of God mm. and like struck by how great he is. Mm. So that's how I practically mm. would see the Holy Spirit. And like, how do we actually receive the Spirit for ourselves in our everyday lives? We ask. <laughs> we pray for it. We ask, we ask for him. We ask for his presence and we ask for him to, to be with us. And we may not always feel it, but if we're asking to be filled with the Spirit, which just means like have the Spirit with us kind of thing. If we're asking for that, he'll be there. Um, and that doesn't need to sound scary. It can just feel like a gut reaction or it can just feel like something doesn't feel quite right here or this feels really good here. And he would guide us through that, but we just need to ask and be willing to, to listen, I guess, and to trust his guide, I guess. Well, that's very scripture based as well. It says in the Bible that if we knock on the door, he will open it to us yeah. and we have to knock. It's like it says, um, like in James, draw near to me and I'll then draw near to you. Yeah. When he's given it to us, he wants us to have it. 
And I like what you said about asking. I think that is so simple. We can overcomplicate things and be like, God, how do I hear the spirit? But like you said, just ask. And I feel like maybe you're at home and you're like, oh, I want to receive the spirit. I want to hear the Holy Spirit. Why don't you just ask God, like, just pray. Be like, God, I want to encounter the Holy Spirit. Send your spirit to me. However you want to say it, however it makes sense to you. And he will do that. And Mm -hmm. that's so good because you can take the spirit with you, like, like Cain said, God's omnipresent. You can take the spirit with you on the bus. You can take it with you to the dinner table. You can take it with you into the exam hall. Like you can take the Holy Spirit with you wherever you go. So just have that confidence. Like God will give you the spirit and he will also give you the spirit so that it can empower you to just live your life every day. That's beautiful. That's the God we serve. Amen. Amen. Come Hallelujah. on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for watching, guys. I hope you learned a little bit more about the Holy Spirit. And we will be back next time with a special guest. So, see you then. See you then.